The healthcare sector is increasingly a target of cyber criminals, including hacker incidents. That includes a hacking attack earlier this year that affected 4.5 million patients of hospital chain community health systems. So, what kinds of cyber crime threats are facing the healthcare sector in 2015? I'm Marianne Kolbasak McGee, executive editor at Information Security Media Group. Today, I'm speaking to Kenneth Peterson, CEO of risk management firm Churchill and Harriman. Ken will be discussing with us why the healthcare sector is a growing target for cyber crime. Hi, Ken. Good afternoon, Marianne. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Ken, now to start, why are healthcare records such a big target for cyber criminals? And do you think that the healthcare sector underestimates how big of a target it is for cyber crime? Well, healthcare records hold a treasure trove of data that's valuable to criminals and nation states now alike, Marianne. No single type of record contains as much valuable PII that can be used in a multitude of attacks and fraud. And healthcare records not only contain identity information, such as name, address, and social security numbers, but also often include financial and insurance information. Personal information can lead to identity fraud, while financial information leads to financial exploitation. Ken, what are the common mistakes that you're seeing healthcare sector companies make when it comes to safeguarding data against cyber criminals? The most common mistake that we still see and, and have seen all along, Marianne, is that entities are approaching their information security programs with a compliance mindset, whereby with the ever-changing threat landscape as it is, they should be approaching it from a risk management perspective. So what in particular do you see them overlooking? What I see a lot of entities overlooking is third-party risk, Marianne, and we can go back to the, the target breach earlier in 2014 where it's now reported that the bad guys basically infiltrated target through a third party, which was an HVAC vendor to target. So unless you shore up your information security program through your, the third party risk element of that program, you're missing the boat. Now, typically, when you start evaluating third parties within the healthcare sector, business associates, what sorts of big mistakes are they making that could leave the data for covered entities vulnerable? The big mistakes that we're seeing, Marianne, are two. One is that the, the right people are not at the table at the outset of the assessment process, both on the customer side and on the vendor side, so that from the very outset, the assessment is not set up for success, but at best set up for partial success. The other element, the second element that we see is that repeatable and auditable tools are not being employed so that companies can effectively be managing their critical vendors. So now when it comes to cyber threats in the healthcare sector, who is a bigger threat? Is it the external actors, hackers, outside cyber criminals, or is it the insiders and why? Well, I believe that it's, it's a combination of the two, but if I had to pick one, 
that is a larger threat from, from a malicious perspective, I would pick the outside entity. Now we have an advent of nation states getting involved in, in hacking. And what they are doing is they are then cherry picking the information that they do secure through this malicious behavior and using that information to further fish. So when it comes to nation state attacks on healthcare sector organizations, is it that we haven't really seen many so far? Do you expect we'll see more? Or have there been attacks that just have not been detected yet? Well, according to a recent Ponyman Institute survey, the percentage of healthcare organizations that have reported a criminal cyber attack has risen to 40% in 2013 from 20% in 2009. So I do expect that that is going to increase at least for the foreseeable future, Marianne. Looking ahead to 2015, what sorts of cybersecurity trends, cyber threat trends, do you think that the healthcare sector will see and what should they be preparing for? Well, I believe what we're beginning to see, Marianne, is a, a new level of collaboration at an industry level and there's more sharing of information and best practice in terms of how to address information security and risk management overall between practitioners than I've seen heretofore. I think if we go back to the, the 1980s, the 1990s, and even the aught-aughts, Marianne, I think we can agree that, that we in the healthcare industry, and I consider myself to be a practitioner in the healthcare industry, we've not collaborated so well. The revenues of the industry players have been such that Collaboration has not been something that we've needed to do, and so we have not done it. But with the increase in cyber threats, we absolutely must collaborate and have the look of eagles and share best practice with one another as we can. Besides patient-related data, what other healthcare sector data is at risk? For instance, how about supply chain data, intellectual property? Is there certain segments of data that healthcare sector companies kind of forget about because they're always more focused on HIPAA compliance and PHI? There are three types of data that we're talking about here that we're looking at in terms of exposure, and that's health records financial data and, and geographical data. I think that all of them must be taken comprehensively as we rank our vendors and the data that we share with them. And those vendors that we share any of that information with must be categorized as critical, and we must assess them with that in mind. And going back to cyber crimes, what particular sorts of crimes must healthcare organizations be better safeguarding against? What, what sort of data is most attractive, do you think, to the cyber criminals right now? Well, I think that the, the, the two that I would offer out, Marianne, are financial data and identification data. Social security numbers are the single most valuable, uh, single most valuable data that the hackers are after. And so what individual entities must do is lay in a new increased layer of mitigating controls that help preclude the hackers from getting in. 
And if indeed an entity lays in that layer of control, the hackers get frustrated after a while and they will move on to the next target. And when it comes to that layer of controls, what specific things should these organizations be looking at? Well, they really have to take a look at their entire control set, Marianne, and make sure that the data that they classify as restricted or high or confidential, that proper levels of controls are put against protecting that data. And that's where it is found your program. To sum up everything, if there was one little piece of advice that you would give the healthcare sector about what they can do to better protect themselves in 2015 from emerging cyber threats, what would that one thing be? Well, I think that what I would look at, Marianne, is elements of the shared assessments program. The shared assessments program is made up of a number of different publicly traded companies, assessment firms, and the big four auditing firms. There are tools that the shared assessments program offers that help organizations manage risk. And in the healthcare space alone, we have entities such as CBS Caremark and Aetna, and this is in the public domain, Marianne. We have CBS and Aetna that are members of the shared assessments program that utilize these tools and use them to help them manage enterprise risk and specifically third-party risk. So I would urge everyone to take a look at the applicability of those tools for their own benefit. Thanks, Ken. I've been speaking to Ken Peterson, CEO of Churchill and Harriman. I'm Marian Kobasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.